The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Who Knew and Review is a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact info, and subscription links, please go to www.gncasts.com slash TARDIS. For information on our other shows, please visit the homepage of gncasts.com. You can leave us a message by calling 805-328-3966, record a voice message on our website, or email me at tardis at gncasts.com. That's T-A-R-D-I-S, tardis at gncasts.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome to episode 61 of Who Knew and Review. Um, It's back to just normal news now after the excitement of last week. And we're going to start off by this... Well, I don't know about how this makes you feel. Because amazingly it's been a whole decade since Rose Tyler officially left the TARDIS. Strange how time ticks by when you least expect it. Although time has been rather kind to Billy, just when you meet her at a convention, it's probably best not to mention that you remember her from when you were in your little shorts. In her words, I go and meet fans sometimes at these sightings at the conventions and a lot of them are like, yeah, I would watch Doctor Who as a baby with my mum and dad and I'm thinking, oh jeez, I don't need to hear that. Ten years... Ten years since Rose left. Oh, that makes me feel old. Is there too much Nookie in the TARDIS? Now, I know what you're thinking. Could there ever be too much Nookie in the TARDIS? Well, former script editor certainly thinks so. Terence and Stephen Moffat are at odds in this matter. Do you have an opinion? Is there too much Nookie? Is it too much kissing? I don't know, but I'd like to know. I want to know what you think. Why not email me? TARDIS GMCasts.com Now this came about from a nice little article in a newspaper uh, simply because Whovians and enthusiasts in London can enjoy some vintage artwork celebrating Doctor Who's first three decades in a gorgeous exhibition. The Cartoon Museum Yes, really. The Cartoon Museum. I didn't know there was one either. The Cartoon Museums are currently hosting an exhibition featuring over 50 pieces of original artwork. First seen on the covers of novelisations of televised Doctor Who stories, including the first seven incarnations of the famous Time Lord and his enemies such as the Daleks, the Cybermen, the Master. These books were originally published by Target from the early 70s all the way up through to the 90s and for many fans these titles were the only way to see Doctor Who adventures as the advent of widespread home recording was yet to come. Hopefully this exhibition will go on tour and make it across the pond. I've included a link to the Cartoon Museum in the show notes as I know that this will be of interest to the else nerds. The who, what, where? The who nerds? The else nerds. Our brothers, part of the network, who have just joined on as full-time members 
Welcome aboard, chaps. Doctor Who's casting director, Andy Pryor, is already praising the fresh chemistry between Peter Capaldi and the new companion, Pearl Mackey. Chatting with the Royal Television Society, Andy Pryor revealed that stage veteran Mackey won the coveted jobs over 50 other actors. Just let that sink in. 50 possible people applying for companion role. We've had some information about the Doctor Who spin-off, Class. It's all starting to filter through now, and this is thanks to... Uh, is it Catherine... Kelly? Kelly? Catherine? Oh, I'm terrible with names. Catherine Kell, that's the one. Uh, she's been releasing a few little snippets on her Instagram account, so now we know what episode one will be called. And that's going to be called The Prom. Catherine Kelly, and there's a reason I forgot her name, it's because I think of her and she is so lovely that I'm just like, has this nerve from him? You know, one of those. Well, she's playing a school teacher, Miss Quill. She's previously been described in her role as a teacher and a powerful new presence at Coal Hill School. The latest edition of Doctor Who magazine is out now. It's got quite a nice... Oh, it's got an awesome cover. I'm actually going to buy this just for the cover. It's blazoned with the, the Doctor's greatest foe, as depicted by Target Books, as you'll uh, know. They're just doing an exhibition at the moment. It's a beautiful cover. Their um, issue has an interview with Claire Higgins, the High Priestess of the Sisterhood. And she explains why she thinks Ohelia, Ohila, could be the Doctor's mother. There's a nice little chat with executive producer Brian Minton about the operation to reveal the identity of the Doctor's new companion. And a much heralded return of Russell T Davis to BBC Wales for his production of probably my favourite Shakespeare ever, A Midsummer Night's Dream. BBC Worldwide and Titan Comics have announced this summer's epic Doctor Who comic event. And the four Doctors are back. This year, we'll have 9, 10, 11 and 12. So Chris Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi in comic book form join forces for a five-part bi-weekly adventure featuring one of the Doctor's greatest foes. And this particular foe turns 50. Do you know who that could be? Well, let me tell you, that would be the Cybermen. And what better way to celebrate the 50th anniversary than a bit of merchandise? Now, normally I wouldn't try and flog anyone else's merchandise, but truthfully, the t-shirts to die for. I've got to work out a way of how I'm going to be able to uh, justify buying that. It's, it's that good. It's fantastic. That's all the news at the moment, although we're hoping to get some filming news for next week, as it is May, and this is when they said they're going to start filming, so we should soon start getting little snippets here, there, production news. Uh, if it's anything like last year, we get little, little props, little hints, little 
teasers, little nods, winks, the usual sort of stuff. So if that's the end of the news, then that must mean we're on to A to Z. I still don't have a jingle for A to Z. Go on, people. Send me one. The monster this week is a monster that first appeared in Torchwood, but has recently appeared, uh, has appeared as recently as uh, The Magician's Apprentice, and that monster is the Blowfish. The episodes it's appeared in is uh, Torchwood's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Pandorica Opens, Nightmare in Silver, and The Magician's Apprentice. Absolutely splendid. We don't have a planet of origin as such. We do know that the Blowfish did step through the rift, and that's how they got to uh, Cardiff and Torchwood, the Torchwood facility there. With regards to their technology, um, is it a technology as such? Let me read the description of them and you can tell me. Blowfish was a name given to a race of Piscine humanoids with faces strongly resembling a blowfish. They had bright red skin, large crest on their head and tendrils and feelers around their faces. Next to the jaws were gill slits with sensitive gill inside. They can breathe water and air and are revitalised by water. They have stinging yellow sputum. Unfortunately, blowfish are more susceptible to electric shocks than people. Uh, they came to Stonehenge to help imprison the Doctor in the Pandorica and to save the universe. Um, every time I think of the blowfish, I think of them driving a sports car. But that's Torchwood for you. Well, thank you very much for joining me this week. Of course, I'll be along next week with some further information. Hopefully, as I said, we will have some filmic news that transcends time and space. If you like what you've just been listening to, then please give us a five-star rating and write a review on iTunes, or leave a comment on this episode on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can help Galactic Netcasts pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash galacticnetcasts and pledge as little as a dollar a month. For $3, you'll get a newsletter once a month with extra stories related to all of our podcasts. $5 gets you an extra episode of each of our podcasts available exclusively to all our patrons. You can follow us on Twitter, join our Facebook group by searching Galactic Netcasts or clicking on the links on the website. Thank you. You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.